Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin is pissed off, but it's for all the wrong reasons. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Mike Tomlin is the kind of guy who never minces words. So when he vented the anger of Steelers Nation in a recent interview, it was an unmistakable signal from the taciturn head coach. The quote heard all around Pittsburgh was this, quote, I embraced the high expectations associated with the job. I like the fact that Steelers Nation is pissed off. You know, as am I, and we are, unquote. But what's the real source of all of Tomlin's fire and fury? And what's his intent in venting his anger so publicly? One thing is for sure, Tomlin, who kept prodigious notes for decades in preparing for his shot with the Steelers, has a painstakingly plotted strategy at work here. He is a head coach who carefully chooses every single word. So consider this. The fired-up Steelers head coach is bucking for a big new contract. Of late, however, Tomlin's Steelers haven't been money in big money games. So why should the Steelers show Tomlin the money now? The last Lombardi lifted in Pittsburgh came after the 2008 season, when Mike Tomlin was new to his tenure as the NFL's then-youngest head coach. The future seemed bright. Steelers fans were already counting their seventh title. But a Super Bowl appearance following the 2010 season slipped away to Green Bay. Gee, thanks, Richard Mendenhall. Since then, it's been a tale of two seasons and the best of times and the worst of times for Steelers Nation. Namely, mostly successful and seemingly exciting regular seasons, followed by ultimate and even utter failure in the playoffs. Then, 2018 hit like a fist. No playoffs at all. This after the Steelers were one and done in the NFL's tournament in 2017. It's now been 11 long years since that last and sixth Lombardi took its place in the Steelers' trophy case. Meanwhile, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and the Patriots have matched the Steelers' once singular Super Bowl haul. The losses kept coming, too. This time they were off the football field. And off the field is where star receiver Antonio Brown was for the season finale in 2018. And it's where running back Le'Veon Bell remained all of last year. Both are gone now, but not forgotten. And there's no surefire replacement for all of their big plays in the Steelers' offense. But in a recent interview, Mike Tomlin really didn't emphasize his playoff utility and the long Lombardi drought in Pittsburgh in saying that he's as pissed off as Steelers fans are. What had Tomlin's hackles up instead as all those straw man outsiders who were supposedly scoffing at the Steelers' chances for a championship in 2019. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Shouldn't Tomlin be angry at the man in the mirror? When he peers at his reflection, rather than an underestimated mastermind, shouldn't he see the ugly blemishes of poor performances in the playoffs? And instead of seeing an underappreciated coach who should be rewarded with a $10 million a year contract extension, shouldn't Tomlin see an aging motivator who may have lost his mojo? Some say Tomlin certainly did lose his football team last season when Bell and then Brown mounted all-out rebellion. 
It all happened under Tomlin's supposedly finely tuned nose for stiffing out just the right way of getting the most out of every player. Instead, Tomlin is PO'd at the old standby for coaches without a coherent motivational message. Lack of respect. Rodney Dangerfield would be proud, but at least he was a king of, king of comedy. Of late, the Steelers haven't sniffed an NFL crown. That should be the real rub in the Steel City. And it's not just me who perceives Tomlin is hitting the wrong notes in supposedly feeling and venting the angst of Steelers Nation. Here's how BehindTheSteelCurtain.com analyzed Tomlin's recent remarks of the interview with Bruce Rader of WAVY-TV10. Quote, Perhaps the most noticeable remarks from Tomlin during this interview were his continual references to the questions that surround his team. For someone who claims not to pay that much attention to the noise outside of the building, it's clear that the coach has heard what the so-called experts have been saying about Pittsburgh as of late, unquote. Pardon me, but doesn't Tomlin and his Steelers have bigger things to worry about? Things like figure out who's going to replace all those big plays on offense now that Brown and Bell are wearing different color uniforms. Actually, Tomlin did sound a bit worried about this minor detail in that same interview. He said, quote, there's going to be plays that need to be made as well as those two guys that you mentioned made a lot of plays. But also, we had a couple of pro bowlers at that position a year ago that are still around on our team. Guys like Juju Smith-Huster and James Conner. So there'll be opportunities for young emerging stars to continue to do that. Emerge and star and wear the responsibility of that. Really excited about the questions surrounding us, unquote. In the end, Tomlin did what he did does best in that interview. Namely, he hitched his and his team's fortunes to the broad, but leaner back of his future Hall of Fame quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. Tomlin said of Ben, quote, Man, he's an unbelievable player. He needs no endorsement from me. I've enjoyed his talents for 13 years, and I look forward to enjoying them in 2019. He's wired much like I'm wired. We're excited about meeting the challenges of 2019 and answering some of those questions about us, unquote. Excited? Yeah, I'll give him that. But everyone knows Big Ben's championship window is rapidly closing at the age of 37. Tomlin better have more than excitement in his quiver. He better have a master plan for making sure Roethlisberger and the Steelers put their name on another Lombardi or two before Big Ben's window closes for good. Otherwise, you haven't seen anything yet when it comes to the ire of Steelers Nation. For now, the furnace-like fires of Steeler fans have been calmed by Tomlins and the team's talk of a supposedly resurgent, newly bonded, and playoff-bound team. Amid this calm, Tomlin likely will get his big-money new deal with the Steelers. That is, if you believe the insider talk coming out of the 412 area code. None other than the Dean of Steelers reporters, Ed Bouchette with The Athletic, predicts the Steelers will show Tomlin the money later this summer, even though the coach hasn't shown much in the playoffs of late. So what's Tomlin PO'd about anyway? I, I have to admit, I am lost. There was a time they called Pittsburgh the city of champions. But you ask me, this sounds more like bizarre world now. 
don't just take my word for it. You know, there's plenty of others who see the holes in Tomlin's message. One of my favorite reads is SteelersDepot.com. They write this in wake of Tomlin's fighting words in that much-talked-about interview. First, the website sums up the state of Steelers Nation, where Tomlin and the Steelers stand going into 2019. Quote, Four teams of the course of the past five seasons can say that they reached the postseason at least four times in that span. The Pittsburgh Steelers are one of them. In spite of the fact that they squandered a playoff opportunity in 2018 by finishing the season 2-6 and six after being in position for a first-round bye at 7-2-1 prior to that. The Steelers did make the postseason every year from 2014 through the 2017 season, winning at least one game in 2014 and 2015. They advanced to the, the divisional round in 2014 before losing to the Denver Broncos, without Le'Veon Bell, and without Antonio Brown. The following year, they made it to the AFC Championship game uh, before being handled handily by the New England Patriots in a game which Bell left early. Pittsburgh had one of its best regular season in history in 2017, going 13-3, and and it could have been more, but they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, going one and done in the playoffs in the divisional round. Even though the Steelers' track record remains better than most of the franchises in the NFL, nobody, nobody is happy with their recent showings, unquote. You ask me, that summary and that last uh, summation is an understatement. The situation is far, far more dire if you ask true Steeler fans. Worse, I believe Steelers Depot draws the wrong conclusion regarding Tomlin as the site writes this in terms of the impact on the head coach. Quote, the objective every year in Pittsburgh is to win the Super Bowl. The expectation every year is to win. Every time that doesn't happen, it is a failure. Seemingly everyone in the organization is on the record in saying this. They are pissed off about how last season ended as much as anybody. One of the criticisms that Tomlin's detractors often level at him is that he doesn't seem as invested as he should, which is an argument that I've never quite understood. The site continues. After all, it's his job on the line if they're not winning. And just because the Steelers haven't fired a coach since 1969 doesn't mean they can't do it. End quote. I ask this, though. Can the Steelers really fire Tomlin? Will they? Not if they hand him a huge new contract this summer. And every indication says that they plan to do just that. Then, the Steelers and their pissed-off fans will be stuck with the coach who so carefully chooses his words. And should Pittsburgh's playoff futility continue, you ain't seen nothing yet when it comes to furor among those hot-tempered Steelers fans. For me, the bottom line is this. Tomlin, who constantly reminds us the standard is the standard in Pittsburgh, should hold himself, his team, and even their fans to that same standard. It's a standard Tomlin and the Steelers have fallen far short of lately. But it doesn't seem to matter anymore. 
it hasn't ta- stopped all the team and fan talk about disrespect going into this season. It hasn't dampened the rekindled Super Bowl expectations despite the losses of Brown and Bell and Jesse James. And it won't prevent the Pittsburgh Brass from handing over the bank to their still much sought after head coach. The only question is, will it be good money after bad? Or is it a down payment on a beautiful Steelers rebirth that will finally realize all those trophy case-filling fantasies ignited after a young Tomlin won his first Super Bowl in February 2009? To me, however, it just seems as if that was a lifetime ago. And that is your Steelers update. Download every new Steelers podcast wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.